When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Happy Father's Day to all my wonderful dads out there and the families that love them. Today's podcast features one of my favorite men who just became a grandfather this year. You know and love him as one of the co-hosts of Fox & Friends, Steve Ducey. He's been getting up every morning to start his day with all of you since 1996. Married to Kathy Ducey and father of Sally, Mary, and Peter Ducey, he's also a New York Times bestselling author of many books, including Tales from the Dad's Side, Misadventures in Fatherhood, and the New York Times bestsellers, Mr. and Mrs. Happy Handbook, The Happy Cookbook, The Happy in a Hurry Cookbook, and The Simply Happy Cookbook. He's the best in the business, so let's celebrate this Father's Day with Steve Ducey. Steve Ducey, you made the Dean's List. Thank you very much. It's my second time. It's a double dose of Ducey. Well, it's very important because this is a Father's Day podcast. And I have to say, you were the first one I thought of when it comes to Father's Day because this is your first Father's Day as a grandpa. I know it. And you know what? Uh, my, You know the Ducey family. So my son Peter and his wife Hillary had a baby on February 1st. Okay. Bridget. And then three weeks later, Sally, our little daughter, she and her husband, Allie, had a boy, Arthur. And so I became a, we became grandparents with a boy and a girl within a month. It's, oh. it's jackpot. Uh, check, please. Oh. I'm ready to go. It's so good. So tell me, I mean, what's it like, you know, having raised these kids and now seeing this next generation? It's, it's crazy. <laughs> it, it's just crazy. I remember when... Uh, Sally and Allie uh, came to our house to announce, well, they didn't tell us that they were that they were going to have a baby, but um, as is the case at our house, on big holidays yes. and milestones, rather than buy a card, you have to write a poem. Oh. And so Sally and Allie wrote a poem, and at the end of the poem... Um, they opened this folder and there was a sonogram picture. We had no idea that they were having a baby. Oh my goodness. Well, what goes through your mind? It's like, wait a minute. I, I was just changing her diaper, uh, you know, and reading her goodnight moon and I'll love you forever. And now she's having a baby. I just, it's hard to describe. It's really, you know what? It, it's part of the circle of life, but it, it, you think that it will take longer to get there, oh. but as you know, with your boys, yes, I, I can't believe how fast they've grown up. But all of our kids, mm-hmm. you know, they just grow up fast, and before you know it, they are suddenly adults. <laughs> you know what I like though is you've been very good, you and your wife, your beautiful wife Kathy, about taking pictures and videos and documenting all of those milestone moments. Like Mm -hmm. when we have a birthday or, you know, a celebration, 
you have wonderful footage to show us um, of your life as yeah. a dad. You know what I've noticed, Janice, and you will appreciate this because I know you and your husband, Sean, take a lot of pictures of your boys as well in your family events. Um, because, well, I went to film school back in the day. And yep. so uh, my kids have 35 millimeter shots and uh, camcorder video their entire life. Oh. And so now, now that my kids are having their own children, mm -hmm. I will use my uh, smartphone to find a picture from when Peter was three months old. Wow. And then I... I They'll send me a picture of their baby Bridget, and then I will do a split screen to show how close Peter looks to Bridget or Sally looks to Arthur. It's so important. It just and it just shows you the circle of life, how yeah. how fast it it all comes at you. Mm -hmm. And it's easier to do that now. It absolutely yeah, is. Like Back in the day, it was hard to sometimes get access to a video camera, but now it's built in our phones, and there's no excuse why you can't just take a short 10-second video. Uh, absolutely. And here's the thing about if you've got an iPhone, you know, we've been talking so much about artificial intelligence. Yes. If you go into your library of photographs, right, and you simply type the word swimming pool— yeah. Because you, you you think, I got a picture of my mom, and she's next to the pool yeah. with my son, Matthew. Okay. Just type in swimming pool. What? And artificial intelligence will find every shot on your phone. How do you do that? He's bringing his phone out okay. right now. So, look so at So, I'm fascinated. Okay, search. Right. So, I've got in my... Where's the search? Is it in the tab where the photos yeah. are? See, I'm on library. I got okay. over 100,000 in, in this phone. <laughs> okay. So, I'll just put swimming... Pool. Yes. <gasps> there are 1,500 pictures. Oh, my goodness. Every, look at that. There is <gasps> there is Peter Ducey when oh. he is two years old in our swimming pool in Virginia. That is, I had no idea you could do that. Nope. Uh, it is that easy. Let's say you want to see... Uh, cake. Cake. <laughs> a thousand pictures of cake. Oh, wow. And... and a this is artificial intelligence being used by Apple so that you can do that. So that's kind of a good thing about AI. I know that we've been a lot of doomsday about artificial intelligence, and right. I understand people getting nervous about it. But there are some wonderful aspects about that, like what you just showed me. That's right. I've just put in Janice, and there are a bunch of pictures <gasps> oh of you. Oh, my goodness. Oh, look at that. It looks like a bottle of whiskey, but no, it's not. It's maple syrup. It is, yeah. Janice Dean gave me for Christmas uh, one year 100% maple syrup from Canada. Now, this goes to show you how crazy the uh, the artificial intelligence is. Yeah. I'm going to get a little closer to you. Okay. Notice, why would it know that that picture of, of a bottle of syrup is from me? Because it read your name oh, on that thing. Holy moly. And I see it highlighted. Yeah. I had no clue. I had no idea. I was wondering who showed you this. Well, I was trying to figure out why I could do that. And Peter, <laughs> my son, the genius at the White House, said, "You know, they use artificial intelligence to do that." And it's like, well, okay, then it works. Wow, embracing the technology. I know. So, what are you going to be doing on Father's Day? Father's Day will probably because uh, I've just seen. Uh, Peter and his wife and their baby. Mm -hmm. uh, I think I may be, 
I may be in Texas that day. Okay. Because Sally, my wife Kathy is with Sally right now because Sally, whose baby was born about four months ago, um, her husband is out of town for a week. And so my wife flew out to be with Kath, uh, oh. Kathy, went to Dallas to be with Sally. So That's that so she's awesome. Another set of hands. And what's it like for grandma? She loves it. Yeah. Let me show you the picture that... Um, that <laughs> we'll put a lot of these pictures on social media so you can see. Okay, so there's a picture that Kathy sent me just about an hour ago. There, oh, there's Arthur. My, oh, my... The smile on this child is indescribable. <gasps> Steve. That's and, Arthur. Oh, what... He just looks like the happiest baby ever. Happiest baby ever. Oh, my goodness. <sighs> You know, I didn't ever think I was going to be that guy, that grandpa guy. Because first mean? of all, when, when when you're young, you know, it's like, I'm never going to wind up being 50 years old because right. you can't trust anybody over 30. Remember, they said that back in the 60s and 70s. <laughs> well, now I'm way past 30 and I'm past 60. And it's just one of those things where I never thought I would embrace this. Yeah. But, you know, as long as... As long as you feel okay, and I know we both have challenges, mm -hmm. where some days some days are diamonds, some days are dust. I think yeah. that's the, the song. Uh, it just really makes you appreciate when you're having a good day, mm -hmm. and there's something to be happy about. That's really important. I agree. And let's just, I want to tell the audience, we talk about you know the challenges that we've been through, and Steve and your wife have had health issues. I've had health, health issues. Steve is one of those people that will check in and text, and for that, I'm... So grateful because, you know, sometimes you need somebody just saying hi, right? Yeah, you do. And so I always appreciate that about you. Well, you know, here's the thing. Because we're on TV, mm. people think, oh, they're constantly talking to each other and they're doing <laughs> stuff with everybody else. But unless you're tuned in to what that person is doing, you might not reach out to them because mm -hmm. you didn't know. But I, uh, you know, and Janice, you said on TV last week that you had a, had a, we're having a, an episode. And so it's like, hey, you got to keep an eye on that girl. Well, that's really kind. And I think that's a good lesson, too, is we can get caught up in our own lives. And I think it's really important if you are thinking about somebody to do re reach out, you know, yeah. and, and. I know a lot of times we'll say, oh, I'll do that later because i got to right. do this first. But you're one of those people that it comes into your mind and you do it. But you're absolutely right because it's like, I wonder if I should reach out to that person. When in doubt, just do it. Yes. What's the worst that could happen? They they ghost you? <laughs> I don't think so. If you say, hey, I, I was thinking about you because of – and then fill in the blank – you're going to get a warm reception. Absolutely. And, and it just takes a second. It just takes a moment, really. And it yeah. can change an outlook. It can change a day, you know. Because you feel like somebody is on your team. And it feels like somebody is, you know, looking out for you. Mm -hmm. And it sometimes we need it. Yeah. Tell me about Kathy. How's she doing? Kathy is, uh, she's doing better. Um, famously, she has had eye cancer. Mm -hmm. And luckily, we went in to get sunglasses. Uh, we were going to go down to Florida, and we needed new prescriptions. And the eye doctor said, hey, come back in a couple of weeks. I want to look at the – you got like a little freckle in the back of your eye. And we went back, and he said, you know, can you go see this doctor in Philadelphia? And we said, sure. And then he goes – uh, when? And he said, right now. Mm. And she had eye cancer, uh, ocular melanoma. They treated it at the Wills Eye Hospital in Philadelphia. 
and she has been cancer-free for like six or seven years. Mm. But they radiate it, and so the back of her eye where the cancer tumor was, actually the artifact of it is still there, um, It is it. the radiation causes uh, your retina to kind of get wavy lines. And okay. so she's got kind of the same... Uh, problems that you would with like macular degeneration where Mm -hmm. in that one eye straight lines are wavy and so that's just challenging but she's got uh, great doctors uh, who are helping her and you know every day is a a challenge but then again it's it's a day on the right side of the grass it's so true every day i get up sometimes it's easy to complain about little things um, but when you do have a health challenge or you have somebody you love that's going through something, it just makes you appreciate those days that you do just get out of bed and stand up. Yep. That's that that sometimes is the hardest part of my day. Just, <laughs> okay. When the bell rings at three o'clock in the morning, it's like, okay. Is that the number one question people ask you is what time you get up in the morning? That people ask me that a lot. And I know my wife for for decades. She will hear the radio and she will simply turn to me and she will go, because the radio will be ringing for a while. She'll go, hey, time to make the donut. Because remember the Dunkin' Donuts yes, ad? Yes, of course. Time to make the donuts. And so at the Doocy House, uh, bell goes off three o'clock in the morning. Hey, Steve, time to make the donuts. Do you wake up before the alarm? I find that I do that more often than not. I did it today. Yeah. About uh, 20 minutes early and I've thought about the day's events and thought about the grandkids and all that stuff. Aww. So it's all good. Yeah. How long do you think you could do this for? I think I could do it. Well, I'm enjoying it. It comes down to are you having fun? Yes. And you know, you and I have got these great jobs where essentially we are paid money to drink coffee on TV. <laughs> if I wasn't on TV, I would be drinking coffee at home. So the longer the better. Yeah. Because uh, we enjoy it. I agree. And I feel like I feel good. So why not? You know, right. I, I think at a, there was a time in my life where. There was kind of a, a ceiling on how long I could probably do this. And for. I remember <laughs> I know you, you saying that. Yes. And I was thinking, I wonder why she has said that. And that would the number you gave. Mm-hmm. I've surpassed. We have. Yeah, it's true. I, you know, it might be a female thing, but we're getting much better. I feel like the ageism thing now, people are aware that. We're living longer, yeah. we're healthier, we're conscious of that. And I also th- think that there are, you know, relevant studies showing that if you love to work, that's going to make you live longer. Right. My wife has said to me, uh, you know, somebody asked me, you know, uh, Peter can take over for you any day. And it's like, <laughs> yeah, you can. And my wife has said, you know what? Steve still loves it. Yes. If he didn't love it. He could step away, but I still love it. We'll be back with more sunshine right after this. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, price line. 
tell me about, you know, talking about ageism, about the president, President Biden. What do you think about when we are showing pictures of him, you know, stumbling over? Sure. What goes through your mind? It's one of those things where it's like, imagine if he wasn't the president and he was like your neighbor. Yes. And you're just watching and it's like, hmm. I got to keep an eye out for them because yeah. they're struggling. Yes, I, I've had na- like our our neighbor Goldie uh, was uh, living alone, and she would she was constantly calling my wife. Mm. Can Steve come over? Aww. There's there's a bug in the house. <laughs> there's some uh, there's a squirrel, and once we got an urgent call, can Steve come over right now? What's what's going on? A squirrel has fallen into my swimming pool. Oh, my goodness. She's the one lady on our block with a swimming pool. So I I go over, and it's like, <laughs> that thing is going to claw me up when I— uh, It was alive? Yes, it oh. was alive. So what did you do? I got the net, and I bailed it out. Yeah. But do you think—I mean, is it valid that we look at him and say, can he do this job? Well, he's got a, a, a different um, charge, and that is he's our— He's our leader. Yes. And it's like, do you trust somebody at that stage in their life? Yes. And that's what it comes down to for a lot of people. And, you know, the polls say that a majority of Americans are are concerned about his age. Mm-hmm. So you asking that, it, it's the right question. But ultimately, people will decide, Yes, you know, is he okay or isn't he? And mm-hmm. when he fell down last week, it, I was with Peter and um, my wife showed us the picture and it's like, oh, Peter goes, oh, what happened? Yeah. And uh, he went down, didn't know in, initially that it was a sandbag mm-hmm. that he had tripped over. But, you know, that's one of those things where the Secret Service should I not, was astonished by that. Why, did, why, why didn't somebody do, a, you know, do better stage directions yes. or just because it was dark. Uh-huh. I think it was a dark floor and a dark sandbag. I think we all would have probably tripped over Of course, over it. absolutely. I like that, you know, when you talk on the couch, um, you really do tell me, me your opinion. And yeah. I think that that's really important, you know, to have a diversity of opinions. And sometimes you surprise me, which I like. Well, here's the thing. I, uh, I Everybody has a different point of view yeah. because I, my point of view is where I'm from. Yes. You know, I'm a, I was raised— in the farmlands of Kansas. So I understand different things that different people don't understand when mm-hmm. it comes to agriculture and energy and how to change a carburetor and stuff like that. So, you know, it would be really boring if everybody were all uh, singing out of the same hymnal with their talking points. Yes. And and sometimes that happens where everybody, you know, Brian Ainsley and I and you are all parents. And so, you know, when it comes to kids and stuff like that, values, I, we're a lot on the same page. But then there are other times where it's like, hey, I, I got a different point of view. Think about it this way. And then it's like, oh, mm-hmm. that's a good point. And you, that's the great thing about, you know, it's like I went to college in the 70s. And back then you would actually hear all points of view on campus. Uh, now, not so much on campus. But that's the good thing about our show is, you know, since the get-go, if somebody's going to understand something, you've got to tell them both sides. Mm -hmm. And we do tell them both sides. Yeah. How do you deal with the bad stuff, the bad news? How do you kind of, you know, deliver it but not let it affect you? Well, you know, that is such a good point because while people think, oh, they're professional journalists or news presenters or whatever – we're people. Yeah. And so 
right now I'm at the stage where when I see a story about somebody suffering from cancer, I mm -hmm. think about my wife, and some anything involving children or grandchildren, it just yes. gets me. Yeah, and you know, I, I'm a softy, and uh, I I I have famously choked up on some different occasions, but it's because I'm right there. I the story is about people. And I empathize with the people because I'm a person. Yes. And, uh, you know, I'm not just a robot yep. saying words. I I feel for the people. Mm -hmm. What are you thinking of as we go into this next presidential election? Well, I'm thinking that uh, we will have plenty to talk about. <laughs> but uh, this morning I was thinking about how um, – you know, it was in 2016 that we started the diner segments. Yep. And the reason we started it was I flew up to New Hampshire to do the New Hampshire primary, and they had arranged for us to be – for me to be in a room that essentially was a brown box. It, every wall was brown. <laughs> And it was so boring. I said to Gavin, the producer, I said, we got to go someplace. Well, let's do something with people. And he said, where do you want to go? And I said, well, at uh, 6 o'clock in the morning, what would be open? It was New Hampshire. There was three feet of snow on the ground. I said, uh, I, wonder if, I wonder if they've got malls that are open at 6 o'clock so senior citizens can walk around. Yes. Uh, and get exercise. I wonder if we could go that or like a diner. Mm-hmm. No malls were open. Okay. Uh, they There were two diners, and Sam Honing, a producer, yeah. went to the two diners, sent us some pictures. I said, let's do this one with all the chrome. Airport diner Yeah. Uh, in, was that Manchester? I think it was. And that's how it all started. Wow. At that diner, we had Donald Trump. We had Chris Christie. We had Jeb Bush. Uh, and it was In the amazing. same day? All in the, in the same hour. Holy moly. And uh, did I say Chris Christie? Yeah. Yeah, it was great. I got some great pictures of uh, – it's like this is where it all started. And it, wor it worked out so well, the bosses were watching here in New York and they go, <laughs> well, you should do that more often. Yes. And so now we do it like once a week. It is. It really taps into what people are thinking about. And I find that people are more apt to tell you what they're thinking about when they've got a delicious – uh, you know, breakfast in front of them. Absolutely. And like last week I was at, was it last week? Tiki 52. Down oh, I in. love when you're there. It, it was so much fun. And it's fun for the people because if they watch your show and they like your show, mm -hmm. it's as if they have stepped into the show. Yes. And they get to talk to you about what they think. And that's the great thing about um, the diner segments is because uh, America is talking, mm -hmm. and we are listening. And so, you know, you stick a, stick a microphone in front of somebody who's having a breakfast burrito, and you ask them, well, <laughs> what do you think about Chris Christie? And they're going to tell you yeah, because we want their honest opinion, mm -hmm. and they never let us down. And they sometimes they're hilarious, but it's always uh, introspective where it's kind of like, oh, I hadn't thought about that. Yeah. You're absolutely right. People are smart. People are smart. Yeah. What do you think the secret sauce is to Fox and Friends? You've been on there for how long? Since the beginning. Yeah, since the beginning. I, th You know what? It's um, – we were the first show – most shows have had two hosts. Yeah. We did three. Mm-hmm. And uh, since the get-go – and it's just been more – you know, 
on a lot of shows, one person talks, then the other person talks. It's like ping pong. Ping, ping, ping. Yeah. Uh, ours, I think, is a little more interactive where somebody will be saying something and then you, you know, you interject a point of view or a, a laugh line or something like that. And I think people appreciate that. It's like, yeah, it sounds kind of like uh, it would if I was talking to my neighbor uh, over the back fence yes. in the backyard. Yeah. When you think back, what are some of the moments where you remember, you know, it could be good or bad, um, that just f- kind of flashed through your mind over all those years that were ex- significant? Well, I, you know, 9-11. Yes. We were on the air uh, when the first plane hit. And uh, it's like, wait, what? Yeah. Um, we were there for the in- the liberation of Baghdad. It was live on our air. Wow. Greg Kelly was driving in a Humvee right into the heart of Baghdad. Uh, the fall of Baghdad, the you know, the, the toppling of the Saddam Hussein statue because it, it was like seven or eight hours ahead. Mm-hmm. And so things that are happening one or two o'clock in the afternoon in the Middle East were live on Fox and Friends. Um, but then it's like amazing people that we've met along the way. Henry Kissinger just celebrating 100 years. Yeah. He he came on the show a couple of times. We gave Henry Kissinger soap on a rope. He goes, <laughs> what do I do with this? It's like, <laughs> I don't know. It's just one of those things. Um, and we had Mary Tyler Moore. We had yeah. Dick Van Dyke. We had Rhoda, mm. Ellerie Harper, Cloris Leachman, all the people that I loved – in the movies and growing up, for the most part, they all came on. That's awesome. It was. It's awesome. different now, though, right? It is um, it is different because we don't do as much of the lighter stuff. Mm-hmm. And so it's sometimes it's hard to put the lighter segments in. But, you know, if some – we had Harrison Ford on. And I said, hey, Harrison Ford, what are you doing here? <laughs> and he said, I'm trying to figure that out. <laughs> At least he was honest about he it. Was honest. You got any bucket lists? Um, I, no, I've, I've pretty much gone everywhere I've wanted to go. Okay. Right now, the most important, the bucket list thing for me is, and you will understand this when your kids grow up, they go to college or go to the fire academy or mm. do what they're going to do. Uh, you just want to be around your kids. Yes. So that's it. Mm-hmm. So uh, Kathy and I try to schedule our weekends so we are with some of the kids. That's amazing. So that's my bucket list. What's your favorite food or dinner to have on Father's Day? Pot roast. Pot roast. My mom's pot roast. Oh, and that's in the cookbook, yes? Uh, it's in the first cookbook. It's the reason we wrote cookbooks. <gasps> right. And it's that It's that. Pot roast that every mom made back in the 60s and 70s where you sear the pot roast in a frying pan uh, and then you put it into a pot, a slow cooker in some cases. Uh, You put a can of cream of mushroom soup on it Mm -hmm. and uh, one of those dry uh, envelopes of Lipton onion soup. Yes. A can of water, throw in a couple of onions and you just cook it for like three, four hours. And it's just, oh, my goodness. Do you have it with a side, like potatoes? Um, my wife will throw potatoes in and then mash them up. And then we'll use the au jus. Uh, au jus. <laughs> That's the as, juice, yeah? Yeah, as uh, a gravy. Okay. It's delicious. But, I, I mean, I've had more delicious foods, but that is just a taste of my childhood. Oh. And it reminds me of my mom. I love that. Yeah. yeah. Uh 
another cookbook coming out at some point? We just got done with this one. <laughs> one at a time. <laughs> There's three of them, right? There are three. And can you buy them as a set? You know what? Um, the guys, you, the live signing people, I know you've done yep. live signings, uh, Premiere, uh, they've got the three book set in like a nice uh, a decorative sleeve. I think the website is doocycookbook.com. Oh, I think it's all three books, uh, 100 bucks, something like that. It's a great Father's Day present. Thank you very much. Good plug. Steve Ducey, you're the best. Thank you so much for being here. And just thank you for being an awesome friend, too. I love you. I love you, too. Thank you so much, Steve Ducey, for spending some time with us on the Janice Dean Podcast. I hope you're enjoying your family, seeing your grandkids and your kids, relaxing and eating some of that delicious pot roast. You can, of course, pick up Steve's Happy Cookbook Trilogy wherever books are sold. And Happy Father's Day to all the number one dads out there, including my husband, Sean, the best father and spouse a girl could ever dream of. Thank you to all of my listeners. If you have someone you think should make the Dean's List, let me know at Janice Dean on Twitter or Janice Dean FNC on Instagram. Or you can rate this podcast. Please subscribe, rate, and review to this podcast on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or at foxnewspodcast.com. Listen ad-free with a Fox News Podcast Plus subscription on Apple Podcasts. And Amazon Prime members can listen to this show ad-free on the Amazon Music app. And don't forget to spread the sunshine. everybody, it's Brian Kilmeade. I want you to join me weekdays at 9 a.m. East as we break down the biggest stories of the day with some of the biggest newsmakers and, of course, what you think. Listen live or get the podcast now at briankilmeadeshow.com.